Hello friends, welcome to another episode of Mechanical Engineering Podcast. Today we are talking to Sobik Kundu, a mechanical design engineer working with a Fortune 500 company. He is a great example of someone who unlearns and relearns to stay relevant as he has changed the industry four times in about eight years. Innately curious, he is proactive about designing his own career and is in the middle of another transition within his company. He also has a lot of side projects to feed his curiosity. Please tune in to listen to his journey, what it takes to switch industries, and his perspective as he makes a switch from product development to product management. Sobik, welcome to the show. Thanks, Abhishek. So, Sobik, you have been in design domain for more than eight years. Could you share your journey with the listeners? Uh, yeah, so it has been a roller coaster ride for me in the design domain. I started uh, with a very small firm based out of Pune called Midas Career Solutions. It used to work for uh, different uh, auto part companies. It used to provide design solutions to those companies. I started with a. It, it was a very small start. I started with just redlining a few drawings or creating drawing uh, changes. Uh, I, I was under a close supervision of my seniors. Uh, they used to provide me uh, instructions on how to create drawings and everything. And I day to day, I used to uh, update th- those drawings and uh, make it. But after one year down the line, I almost took up the project uh, and uh, we were around a five person team. And we took up the project. Uh, we started creating the skeleton models of of, in, of the engines which we were working on, uh, and uh, mm-hmm. it was it was a pleasure to work on one engine which is being used in uh, one of the Tata Aces smaller variant Tata Ace Zip, and we actually worked on that engine. So that was a great experience. From there, I uh, moved out of the uh, industry. I moved into power generation. And then from power generation, I was there for a very short time. The, the time I was stay, uh, I was there, I did a lot of optimization, weight optimization or design optimization projects. We reduced a lot of cost. So it was kind of a continuous improvement project I used to work on. Then after that, I moved uh, again to automotive. I actually moved to automotive OEMs. And I worked on the whole engine, which I used to work on. I worked on uh, the engine peripherals and the rest of the things which goes with the engine and within the vehicle. So that was my experience there uh, in, with the OEM. And then uh, finally, I moved to the medical devices. And now uh, for last five years, I'm here in the medical devices. Basically, I work in the packaging uh, industry, uh, like packaging side of the medical devices. We do a lot of projects with the packaging design to uh, increase the shelf life, to uh, like to improve the packaging design, to improve the uh, distribution and handling of of the packaging so that doesn't uh, the the products doesn't get damaged while while it is in handling or distribution. So those are the kind of work I do right now. So starting from uh, the uh, like drawing updates to skeleton modeling uh, of engines, to packaging design. It, it has been a great journey. And I've learned a lot throughout this uh, these eight years of my career. Wow, that's interesting. So you seem to have transitioned like four times from Cummins to Tata Motors to Stryker. So why did you decide yeah. to change your industry? And, uh, and how easy or difficult were your transitions? Uh, 
so i think uh, uh like deciding on uh, to change the industry i was when i was doing these transitions i was uh, in my early career it was almost like 3 years of my early uh, of my career i did all the transitions during these 3 years and for me i wanted to know uh, how each and every industry functions so i that is the reason i made all these transitions uh, i i was i would say i was fortunate enough to uh, do an easy transition because i i i got to interview a lot of companies and i got to transition uh, with them basically uh, the industries are very stringent on taking uh, people from outside but i was i i would say i was at the right place at the right time uh, so i could make the transitions uh so at the time uh, at the time of uh, my transition from uh, engine to uh, to to uh, power generation engineering uh, i was kind of uh, motivated towards power generation because a uh, few of my seniors were doing it and i had a few contacts and i did uh, the transition there after that i uh, uh, for for the transition towards towards automotive oem again because i was working on the same, same engine which was being used in uh, uh, tata zip so i got a got an opportunity to work in tata motors to try to implement that engine and to work on the peripherals of that engine so it was it was a great experience there so the transition there the transition was uh, pretty easy because i i had worked on that engine so it was very easy for me uh from there uh, to medical devices uh medical devices domain uh, at that time when i transitioned to medical devices it was actually evolving in india uh, it had been just like 10 15 years mm-hmm. for medical devices uh, in india and most of the companies were coming in it's it's still coming in actually but uh, at that time it was evolving heavily so that's why people uh, there were not many people who were uh, from the medical device domain uh, in india so uh, industry was looking outside the industry uh, for people to get in in the medical devices industry so that is okay. how i got an opportunity uh, so i used to work uh, on vehicle packaging uh, which is kind of putting the uh, uh, which is kind of engine uh, putting the engine inside the vehicle so i used to do the uh, dmu engine dmu packaging uh, there so uh, from there uh, i got an opportunity to work on actual packaging so uh, that is that is how i did uh, the transition so now i am like after 5 years of my career in packaging i'm quite uh, like i have learned a lot in terms of how the actual packaging goes on it's it's a little different from uh, vehicle packaging uh, here the packaging is more uh, like with the the actual packaging the bubble wraps the shrink wraps the uh, cartons the blisters so that is how uh, i transitioned like to give you a sense right. it was uh, the transition was i would say like it was n- never very easy but never too difficult also it was uh, because i i had uh, a special skill i would say to negotiate with people and to talk to people uh, out of my way and to make them understand that i do understand uh, the the basic stuffs in design and that is mm-hmm. applicable to all the industries 
So that is one thing which uh, is the key. If you want to transition to any different industry, you should be able to, there are a set of skills which are transferable in different industries. So right. you should focus on those skills. Uh, one of those skills is vision. Uh, the other one is uh, the, the technical knowledge of design. So you should, you should so I, I had the basic technical knowledge. I, I, I won't say like I'm I'm a super technical person. I am not that. But the basics I, I'm very clear with. So two, three skills, I think you can uh, make a transition. So that is uh, to answer your question. Excellent advice, Sobik, on transferring different skills. Uh, so you've spoken a little bit about your current role. Could you elaborate? Uh, so what, what does a typical work week look like? Okay, uh, to start with here in Striker, I'm working as a senior design engineer. Basically, I work with joint replacement uh, packaging. So uh, in within uh, this space, I take a few roles and responsibilities which are given to me. The first thing is to, uh, I am the SME in drawing. So even for the division, our division, in US. So even for the division, I am uh, the person to go to for any kind of drawing changes or any kind of drawing format changes or uh, setting up the drawing, anything which uh, packaging teams does in within Striker in uh, my division, uh, they always go through me. So what all kind of processes are uh, are under my control. Also, I have a few uh, contractors working under me, so I kind of train them, kind of take day-to-day, -day, uh, uh, like uh, kind of take supervision on their day-to-day -day activities. I have a few dotted line reporting to me for a few uh, full-time employees also. They, I kind of train them. I do not have reporting directly, but I kind of train them uh, within the work. Uh, tell them like how to work, give them some uh, knowledge sessions. And those those are a few things which I like to do, like almost like 20% of my work goes there. Plus I have projects, like I have different, uh, as I said, I work on process improvement. So I have different process improvement projects. I have different uh, material change projects, different kind of projects. Uh, I think I cannot go deep into uh, the projects because I, I have some constraints, so I cannot go deep into the projects. But yeah, I do uh, do work on uh, different kind of projects. Apart from that, I also uh, search for uh, different kind of conferences which happens in uh, in India in, in, in terms of packaging because uh, in India, packaging is also a very uh, unknown field. So not many people work on uh, work on packaging here. So it's a very small community. There are uh, a lot of FMCG companies which do packaging. There are a lot of pharmaceutical companies which do packaging. So we collaborate with a lot of people outside to learn what are the best, best practices in the industry. So that is uh, one more responsibility I have. Uh, so basically I do, just to sum up, I do a lot of training. Uh, to the new folks coming into the uh, into the organization, I do uh, my day-to-day -day projects. I do uh, some process improvement activities, and then I also try to build up uh, some capabilities in terms of uh, uh, like uh, publications and understanding the best practices outside uh, my organization within the industry. So these are the things I focus on day-to-day. 
with my uh, office work in striker that sounds interesting sobik uh, yeah so what what hard skills and soft skills or certifications does one need uh, for the job you are in let's say okay so uh, i think from the hard skills you need to be very much uh, technical you should understand uh, the behavior of different materials you should understand the basic mechanics the basic mechanical engineering if, uh, like all the subjects we read in college like tom and sam you should be good with those things uh, you should un- have a basic understanding of how machine uh, works uh the basic manufacturing processes you need to understand because otherwise you won't be able to design things which uh, are manufacturable so we we do have like right now i'm working in design so we do have a lot of uh discussions going on between operations like whatever we design uh, it has to suffice their manufacturing abilities so there it comes like understanding of the uh, manufacturing aspects of it uh within the soft skills i think uh one of the major soft skills which i use is uh stakeholder management communication and uh, uh so the stakeholder management is the key but communication negotiation these are the soft skills which you always uh, have handy uh, for being in any any organization and any industry and especially in medical devices industry it's it's very much important and also one more thing uh, which is very much important here uh, is uh, a bit of understanding of the regulatory environment uh, so in medical devices it is very much required to understand what the regulators think and how uh, the thing should be done according to the regulatory uh, environment regulatory requirements i would say so that is that these are something which are very important uh, for anyone uh, to in the industry okay so yeah soft skills are of course uh, needed in any job so yeah. i i saw on your profile that you recently completed the product management certification by duke ce for the benefit yeah. of listeners could you spell out the difference between product development and product management yeah so product development uh, uh like it it gets differentiated industry wise i would talk about because i'm uh, from the background i'm a mechanical engineer so i would talk about uh, product development of the hardware products uh so i have uh, as i have experience and background in mechanical engineering and worked in different uh mechanical engineering companies uh, the product development here is to uh, create uh, like from from the scratch is to build a product and uh, starting from uh, the scratch scratching the design uh, making sketches on the design to building the product and delivering it in 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 the launch time so that is uh, what is product development uh, in the product management side uh, the management is uh, a little different it's it's uh, it's more into uh, like helping the product developers uh to to be able to do uh, the product development so it's 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 a combination of function uh, between business uh and de- design and uh, the uh, like business design and engineering so combination of three things it is so uh, it, at the inter- intersection comes the uh, the product management so what they do is they kind of uh help enable all the people who are working within the team for the development of the product of the product so they kind of 
try to understand uh, the uh, the customer needs from there they kind of uh, try to make a a sketch of uh, like try to work with the designers to make a sketch of the product then from there they kind of uh, like help the engineers to build the product with uh, some part of product or project management also within that with the process and then after they uh, kind of build the product and uh, launch it so they have a uh, overarching uh, sort of uh, uh, like responsibility mm -hmm. within the product development cycle so that is the basic difference so the the engineering uh, and product development side only works on building the product like making uh, designs testing those designs then transitioning uh, like design transferring those uh, and then manufacturing takes over and kind of build that uh, the product then launching it so th that is design uh, a product development product management is uh, kind of helping the product development and all other teams during these uh, uh, like whatever the these uh, functions do great so how are you leveraging it in your current job so uh, from the product management course i learned a lot about customers i learned a lot about uh, to uh, understand your customers how to know what your customer think about your product how to uh take feedback from your customers how to uh make them unable with an improved product so those are the things which i have learned uh from uh, this course and uh, because i i was having uh, these these things were also part of my day to day work uh so this has this has helped me a lot so i do a lot of usability study where i meet a lot of uh, nursing uh, staff just to understand how uh, how they think our packaging should be so those are those are the kind of things which i have learned in the, in the course also and that is very much applicable to uh, my industry where i work so that is how i'm kind of bridging that that uh, understanding of all these things okay that's interesting sobik uh, so yeah. uh you have covered a lot of ground already any other advice that you have for professionals who are looking for a role in either product development or product management uh yeah so product development i would say uh, you should be very technical uh, you should understand each and uh, everything uh, about machine design uh, you should be able to understand how uh, basic mechanisms work in in mechanical engineering you should be able to understand how uh, you can strengthen of material how you can make shapes uh, which which can take uh, some loading conditions which are there in 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 your uh, application so those are the things which you focus on in product development so focus will be to understand the technique technical uh, part of it and the mechanics of uh, the product uh, the second one product management you should be firstly you should the first thing you need to have is uh, you need to be a people's manager so uh, a people's person sorry not the manager a people's person so you you need to be very good with people you need to understand what people think and from there your focus should always be to make improvements to uh, make decisions which will improve the experience of uh, your users your customers so those those are the 
two, three things which are very much required in product management. So one is to be a people, a people person. And the second one is to understand your customer better. So if you have these two things, I think you can be a very good uh, uh, mix for management. Plus, uh, you need to be uh, like you do not need to have total understanding as the product development teams will have, but at least you need to have some kind of understanding of each and every process. So, maybe design, or it be uh, engineering, or it be uh, finance. You should have a bit of knowledge of each and everything because basic uh, your product is your responsibility. So, uh, any decision which is taken on your product is is going to be through you yeah yeah sounds good so so what's the best place to find you on social media uh you can find me on linkedin you can find me on facebook uh though i'm on on facebook i'm not very active uh, uh so the best place to be uh to find me on social media would be uh, linkedin great Sobik. so thank you for your time today it was a pleasure talking to you. Same here, Abhishek. It was always a pleasure talking to you too.